Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. It's true. It's true. Did you know a duck's quack doesn't echo and no one knows why? Wow. How's that testing? It doesn't echo. Tech, cars, lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. EFTM. You know why? Because it sounds like an echo on its own. Yeah, I did consider that. It does sound like an echo on its own. I grew up in a house that had a dam out the back and it was full of ducks. North Cosford. North Cosford had a dam. Brady's Gully Road has a dam out the back because it used to be an orchard area and they used to draw water from the dam. We had, mate, we had Donald. I know where Brady's Gully Road I had pet Brady's. ducks. I know where the speedway is. Showground. Yeah, Showground Road. That's on the that's on the bad side of the tracks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be like that to the good people. In Narara and all the that. The good no. people of the bad side. Mate, it's North, anywhere in Gosford shit these days. But anyway, yeah. Can no, you, like, so if you go to the Grand Canyon and, and, and like, squeeze a duck. <laughs> Or go to Echo Point in the Blue Mountains. You'll hear shit. Nothing. Nothing will come back. <laughs> so, so what if a duck coo- uh, cooed? What well, a, a duck can't cooey, Trevi. A duck is only capable of <laughs> a quack. It, it's like it's it, listen to it. That's a strange noise, isn't that, it? It's a strange animal. It's a strange animal. It goes. You know where it goes good? Where? Well, those little roll up little. What are those? Peking duck little... Oh, the pancakes. <laughs> yeah, the little pancakes. They're pancakes, They're be- just... the best, yeah. Oh, they're not what pan- are they called? They call them duck pancakes, but it's like, I don't know what it is. Some those, sort of bread. I had those in Beijing, so oh, in yes. Peking. Yeah, I've done that. With, yeah. the, with the great man of, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. of Breakfast Radio, yeah. and it was epic. We went to the same was... joint for the Olympics, yeah. yeah, Near Tiananmen Square. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, on to the show. That's uh, another <laughs> topic. Wow. Yeah. Bodog. Yep. Sorry for the absence, people. Uh, Bowen Slack, basically. Uh, didn't once message me some in the office to want to do a podcast remotely as we agreed we might. No, I just got the feeling that largely you were on holidays based on what I was seeing and the lack of content coming back. Lack of content coming back. It's true. Mate, you, you did come back at the office and say I was on do holidays. We all, do you want to look at the analytics? I mean, my video content from uh, the great United States did very well. Did it? Did very well. well analytics is Amazon important, Go. and I'm glad that in terms of analytics, we did well. The Amazon Go story. Oh, did that do well? Off. That was interesting, because that was the shop where you just yeah, walk yeah, in yeah. and walk out like yeah. you've stolen walk something. out shopping, that's what's called. So, uh, so it is now two weeks since the last show. And is it? At the start of that show, I said, listen, mm. come on, folks. Yeah. I'm not leaving this whole liver rating and review at the end of the show. I'm putting it right at the start. Exactly. You lazy pricks. Yeah, you morons. <laughs> Too heavy, eh? And I think if we went to the tape, I said, yeah. look, let's just give a prize to everyone who leaves a review. And then I caught myself and I went, yeah. we should probably should limit it to the first 20. 20, yep. Mate, I can't read them all out. You can't. I can't. There's 50. There's 50 of the fucking things. I know. And let me tell you, Trev, when you were away, I had to post 20 freaking prizes out. Oh, you Do you know how hard that is? Oh. Who do you think's done all the posting of all the prizes for all the competitions we've done up until this date? The pit down GPO has never seen such a thing. Why didn't you get a thorn leaf? I'm pretty sure I'm on their terror check list. <laughs> they were alert and aware. I reckon they've run that line, rung that telephone number and said the bloke has dropped off 20 things that look like bombs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they all got their presents, which is great. It, when we, and it, Look, I don't want to over complicate it for those people, <laughs> but it has been nice to get photos yeah. from people saying, you know, thanks, we got the stuff, which is cool. Also because Bowen has actually freaked out that I think a 16 of the parcels didn't get sent because yeah. he he, <laughs> thinks he, has, he thinks he has to put them over the counter. I'm I'm calling out anyone that works at Australia Post, please, well, good luck to you because it's a shit organisation. Right. But, but broadly, when you buy the satchel, the, mm. the red ones, because yeah. we're not going all in on the expensive yeah, yeah. Express. Nah. But when you when you buy the expensive, uh, sorry, the, the cheap red ones, yeah. Uh, you, you take the barcode off yourself, the little number. Yeah, look, I've got them all over there. You've got them there. over there. Well, yeah. we should check them all. Yeah, well, I suppose. Okay. Um, you just put them in the red bin. You yeah, just put them in the thing. But, but you she reckon, wanted to scan it. She scanned it. She, she went boop, 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 yeah, on the barcode. I, I think it gets scanned at some other point. Oh, I don't give a rat. Do you know what I reckon it is? Because yeah. the pit town GPO is really just a, someone's it's garage. It's actually someone's house. I, I think it's how she gets paid. Right, okay. I think it's the same with the pickup. Yeah, if they're a husband and wife If you go too. in without a card, yeah. they, they don't get the ah. So that's how they make money. They, I get you. They earn the cash. You know, it was funny. One of them, I mean, everyone's been great. I mean, they sent us lovely notes saying, thank you. Someone got a Union and Solo. And look, these products have been used. Yep. 
uh, on the Today Show, yep. or we've, I don't know, we've taken them home and used them. The box had looked like it had been opened, ripped, and torn apart. It probably had. And it had been. But was, he was, still was, thing in there? was happy to receive it. it uh, yes, I made sure the products were in there. So, look, thanks for copying an, un- uh, an open box. I'm sorry about that, but, but that's, that's just how we roll. But to be, as a reminder, the yeah. point of those prizes are they are literally no-man's-land things for us. Yes. Because we can't give them to great charity. Like, when we do things for the local school or whatever, yeah. you really can't, like, give something for a silent auction that is, you know, oh, un- of course. that we can't 100% back. Yeah. So these are things sitting on a shelf that may or may not get reused on a segment or whatever. Mm. We, we've, we've opened them. So we just wanted to find a way to get rid of them, and it was a nice way to do it. Honestly, mm. I mean, look, the reviews are great. Thank you to everyone for doing it. Uh, a lot of very positive thing in it. Way too many, way, way too many people went hard on the Bowen's fun facts are awesome. Well, they are pretty good. Let's face it. I, I think, mean, they're a real highlight. I think they're all just showing you sympathy. Mm. Uh, that's all I think it is. I mean, that's two people, and I reckon that's the same pl- person. That is the same person, Matty G and DJ Matt G. That's outrageous. And because he, he said the Bowen's fun facts in both of them. Did you know that the only 15-letter word that can be spelled without repeating a letter is uncopyrightable? That's stupid. It's a good one. Um, Think about it. I like this one uh, from... Ah! Twice I've had to pull over driving because I was laughing so much at the things (laughs) these guys say. We are fucking funny. Bodog is an absolute classic. I know. Listen, fucking... Do I miss the memo here that we gave? Look, look. Did you hang on? You were in charge of the inbox. Did you bribe people who... Gave positive reviews about you. Look, there always has to be the fall guy and the funny guy, and I just play that role. You, the fall guy. You, you bring in the money. You you do the sorry. You're the fall guy. You do the serious stuff. You do most of the work. In fact, and I just ride on the coattails. I mean, it's just it's great. Um, entertaining. It's there's some good stuff. Entertaining here. is good. Look, it's all positive. I haven't read it because you know I start blushing. I'll go. Oh, oh, oh shucks, mate. I'm happy oh to blush. shucks. This you is know? great. I'm loving. Like it's seriously, it's yep. great. Yeah, it's good. It's really cool. Yep. It's great. And do you know why? Mm. And I've said this before. Yeah. We do have this kind of disconnection. Oh yes. What we do and who the hell's reading it? Well, that's because you sit in a room with the blinds down, the lights off most I of the time. I know you've got the blinds up. <laughs> yeah, I like a bit but, of sun sometimes. But uh, and for that reason, I just want to shout out. So thank you to everyone mm. who left reviews. It really means a lot. And mm. we we did send out twenty, and five of them got hats. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Bowen's probably taken another six hats of his own in that oh, time. Oh, jeez, I did a hat count at oh. home. Oh, geez, I've got yeah, about mate, 20. Do you know how much they cost? How much? Yeah, a lot. Don't worry, we're not selling them. Yeah, but the, oh. <laughs> and anyway, my point is, yeah. um, we I did do one other thing randomly, um, mm. which I think was after the last show. Sure. I created a whole new Facebook thing. Yes, the group. A, a man cave group. Uh, now, it's gone off. To, now, for people that don't know, and you may not run if you don't run a page for your business... Look, Facebook's not an easy thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You you got Facebook. You've got your page. Yeah. Now we've got, uh, according to the wall, fifteen thousand three hundred eighteen people like our page, which yeah. is awesome. It's great. But when we post something, one of Bowen's great reviews. Sure. Uh, like fuck all people see it basically. Yeah. It's like ten to twenty percent of that mm. audience which gets hurt, to see it, which hurts, Trev, because Facebook want us to pay. Yeah. To show it to those people. Yeah. So I went well. So what about something happening in launch system? My phone won't stop ringing. Uh, it'd be a um, prank call. No, nah, it's radio, but I told him I'd do it tomorrow. Mm. Anyway, um, so what I and I had a meeting with Facebook about that virtual reality headset. Yeah. Thing, and they said to me just subtly that they're going towards groups. Right. So you'll notice in the Facebook app now it's changed a bit. It now yeah. has a groups icon down the bottom. Yeah. All those community groups are going to be kind of brought up to the, yeah. the fore because they want to bring people together. Yeah, that's right. They're trying to you yeah. know break the whole drama yeah. of privacy. Of yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I created a group. Called the Man Cave. Man Cave. Now, if you haven't joined it, what the hell's wrong with you? Are we the only group in the world called the Man Cave? No, okay. no there's definitely others. And by the way, to those people listening who we've made uh, moderators or administrators, mm. you've got to be in Australia to join the Man Cave. Uh, like I'm declining. Yeah, there was a bloke from Russia. He looks sus. Yeah, I'm yeah. declining all uh, other countries. Okay. But it's not a racist just thing. Just geo-blocking people. 100%. Yeah, okay. Like, you, you can be yep. whatever nationality living in Australia. Yep. You're in. Yep, doesn't matter. But if you live in India, yeah. or you live in Russia, you're or Pakistan, yep. you're out. You serve no purpose to us. Yeah, that's right. Yep. You're not our audience. Yep. So the Man Cave, if you go to facebook.com forward slash EFTM online, mm. you'll notice uh, on the EFTM page there's home, videos, groups. The groups is what you do. You go to the Man Cave, and it's closed group. Yep. You need to request access. Yep. We're which, not letting anyone in. Yep. There's a vetting process. There's a vetting process, which is basically, are you in Australia? Mm. If so, you're in. Yeah, exactly. But what it is... You um, can even be a chick. Look, basically, you can. Sh- well, can uh, someone, Glenn, uh, good on you, Glenn, shared this thing. Nothing to see here, just two Aussie legends smiling at each other. Mm. And it's a picture of Steve Irwin. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Is it because I'm smiling? 
like am I like are we both legends? Is that what he's trying to say? Like you look at it and you smile. Glenn, that requires explanation. I'm Mate, sorry. I, I don't get it. I don't get that one. And oh, is no there a picture underneath? No one's had the balls. Oh, hang on, yes, yeah, no. No one's had the balls to say, what is this? So I'm gonna do it now. What is it? Glenn, champ. What is this? We don't get it. But we love you. <clears throat> but we love you. Yeah. Don't go too hard, Trevor. I know what you like. <laughs> so, look, and the thing is, we're not mm. going to share every article we do there because you can still mm. get those on the page, but mm. it's conversational. Yep. It's a, it's a, you can post stuff if you've got a thing. Yep. We, we, we have no drama. We have no competitive. No. There's a couple of people, if you post their stuff there, you'll get banned. But <laughs> I, think, I think that's probably <laughs> obvious to most people. Yes, exactly. Um, but if, if you see other funny stuff around the interweb, share it with the man cave Just get group. it on there. We want to make this group big. Get it on there. Get it up there. Tell your mates. Yep. Join the man cave, and uh, I think we'll make a bit of fun out of it. And that's probably where we'll do some prize giveaways as well. Sure. Yeah. While you were in uh, Washington, D.C. last week. Working. Working um, over there. I attended a launch, car launch. For the Holden, Colorado, down in Victoria. You are the motoring editor. At a place called Creswell. Jeez, that looked Who? after us. Creswell. Beautiful part of the world. It's sort of near Ballarat. And we stayed at the RACV Goldfields accommodation. So it was a junket. It was a junket, but it was to tell us all about the My 20, sorry, My, yeah, My 20 Holden, Colorado. I had a bloke from Uber while I was in Washington try, yeah. and, try and tell me that what we, like we were just at dinner on the first night trying mm. to tell me this was, this had definitely been one of my top 10 junkets. And I said, mate, <laughs> I, I, said, I don't want to yeah. break it to you, yeah, young no, man, no. but you've got a lot to learn what about the hell? a good junket. Well, this junket I'd rate probably at 100, you know, out of, you know, out of zero to 100. Yeah. Now, the Holland Colorado's been around since 2012. When it first came out, I would suggest that it, w- it lacked polish. It wasn't what we were expecting. It was a really rugged, rough-riding vehicle that really struggled to capture people's attention. In 2017, it underwent a pretty massive facelift with a brand-new interior and some local modifications to make it drive a little bit better. Now, the current Colorado, the My 20 Colorado that I drove, is pretty much the same as last year. But what they have done is introduced... My 20. Well, that's it's what they call it. My 20. Year, mate. Make, model make year. year 20. I think it's model year. Model year, make year, make, doesn't matter. No, but it's not make year because they're made this year. This is I hate this about cars. Mm. I've decided it's like... Well, let's call it the 2020 Holden Colorado. Yeah, but it's out now. As I have done in the review. But it's out now. Yeah, but it's, it's 2020. It's stupid. It's played 2020. It's all good. Don't worry about it, champion. What they've done is introduce a number of packages, which I think are great. There is a farmer pack, which really turns it into, you know, you get a steel tray on the back to carry your hay bales, bull bars, and all that sort of thing. There's a heavy-duty pack as well that forms part of that. There's a tradie pack. Hey. The tradie pack is awesome. I love that. You know, it comes with um, 12-volt auxiliary power that you can put in the rear tub, bonnet protectors and all that sort of thing. A black pack. All these youths love having black yeah. packs, you know, black wheels, black bits and pieces of trim. The rig pack. Now, I, I saw all this in your video. Yeah, yeah. A great video, which which pretty much told me. I'm going to tell you the things that I learned from your video sure. that stuck in my head. With okay. All the packs. Yeah, yeah. And the spray-on boot uh, tray line. Yes, the Jura plastic, right? Mm. So the thing I got from these these packs was it's mm. like so people are buying you know these Utes, mm. uh, pickup trucks, whatever the hell we call them now, mm. and. They, they want to stand out a little bit, right? You don't want a basic Colorado. Yep. You don't want the base ranges. They're buying the, the wheel guards. They're buying the, the, the fenders. Yep. They're buying whatever the heck it is they're putting mm. on them. So Holden's gone, you know what? Mm. We're just going to line up a whole bunch of them for you. Mate, yep. come in. Yeah. Pick one. It's clever. Which one do you like? Yeah. It is bloody genius. It's good. Um, because, you know, they're all doing it. But see, Toyota re- released a Hilux Rogue and a Hilux Rugged, like actually yep. model-specific vehicles. Whereas these are just packages yes. you can add on. So so, so you for each of the different yeah. models of Colorado, yeah, you yeah. can add this pack. That's right. right. Some aren't interchangeable. <clears throat> right. Like the extreme pack, you couldn't put on certain models. But anyway, look, it still drives the same, the Holden Colorado. And that's not to say it's a bad drive. It just isn't as refined as the Ford Everest, for example, because, you know, it has that 2.8-litre Duramax um, diesel engine, and it sounds like a diesel. Like, it is very yeah. trucky. You've driven a Colorado. Yeah. Prices still range from 31690 for a little single cab chassis 4x2 right through to the, the Halo Ute, which is the Z71. That'll set you back 57190 before on roads, and the packages add a bit more. But that, this is the thing. Um, one of the Holden spokespeople down there, spokesmen down there said something which, 
you know, resonated with me. People these days will literally, they don't care how much money they spend on their utes. Like, they have, it's replaced the sedan-based utes, the Maloos yep. and the Pursuits. People no, are looking because for... Because they're tax write-offs. Write-offs. Well, well, you know what's interesting? You know no voted <laughs> leases. Yes. There's a, there's a model in the range. There's the, LC, the LS, the LT, the LTZ, and the Z71, but there's an LTZ Plus, which reduces the payload just by a couple of kilograms so it can slip under the no voted lease. Oh, so genius. this appeals to fleets. So yeah. they've introduced that as well. But you're right, tax write-offs. Um, you see plenty of plumbers out in the weekend camp for example, we have all their logos all over the Utes. That's what they're being used for. And they've replaced sedans in many cases. I don't think they're good family cars in terms of comfort because the back seat's always shit. You sit bolt up. They're right. a, they're ne- they're, they would rarely be the primary family car, would they? Oh, no, but, no, no, they are. I think, I, I think generally... I'm just saying mum's got a car, yeah, a little car. Yeah, well, it depends on your circumstances, I guess. But in my neighbourhood alone, I mean, some families have got two which I find extraordinary because yeah. they're not cheap. But, you know, Holden, Colorado, there's still plenty of life left in it. The, the ute market's taken off. I mean, they occupy one and two in the uh, top ten. But this is important for Holden because they uh, face the prospect of actually slipping out of the top ten in terms of sales. Like, yep. that's just never happened. Like, that is very yeah. bad. Mate, well, I was driving back, I don't know, from the airport or something. Mm. You know, you come up the South South Darling Drive, is it? Yeah, called? yeah, yeah. <coughs> and... Um, there's a big Holden dealer on the left there. Yeah. Well, look, that was my second job ever. Sutton yeah, that's City right. Holden, that's right. right wasn't <clears> it? I worked there as just the, the coffee boy. I, you know, just tidied up the coffee area. Sure. Where the guests and did yeah. worked in the accounts department, putting yeah, yeah. keying and data. Mm. But mate, back then that was like a flagship deal. It was yeah. the first to get the new branding. In fact, yeah. to the point where originally Holden and Sutton City was in italics, and they they pulled it all down, put yeah. it in, in uprights because they they thought it wouldn't last. Yeah. You drive past now. Yes, they've got a, a new building for Holden, but it's much smaller. And that dealership is now like five different yeah. makes. Because yeah. Holden is just, you just can't, you can't build a business on Holden anymore. You can't. I mean, that's why there's speculation. They'll just become an import company and license the name out. But anyway, we'll see what happens in the long term. They seem to be confident they're going to be around for a number of years yet and do their best. I hope we get a lot of American vehicles flooding the market. They did that with the Acadia and the Equinox. What was that Equinox. thing I sent you the other day from America? <coughs> Trailblazer or started with T. It was uh, they sent a real, me. No, I sent you a photo. Oh, the um, the, the Traverse. Tra- uh, yeah, so this is a longer wheel version of the Acadia, basically. Yeah, because it looks yeah. nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and you know, I'm assuming it's seven yeah. seater. But they need to convert a trip. That's the problem. The Acadia was converted only for the Australian and New Zealand market, which isn't big. Mm. So it's costing GM a lot of money over there just to do it for us. Interesting times. The cars do look good, though. They are good. Like and, and the, the, the thing about the import too. thing is, like, you know yeah. how Ram's doing that 24-hour yeah, yeah, production yeah. line, which is, yeah. I know it sounds like a great story, but they're fucking, like, it's a small number of cars. Small, oh, yeah, but, mate, I'm <laughs> seeing them everywhere. No, no, I saw yeah. two today. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Having gone to America yeah. just last week, they're like three-year-old fucking models. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I, even if I had the yeah, money, yeah. I would be waiting yeah, yeah, that's for right. them to go, right, we've run out of that. Now yeah. we're bringing it. Because the new ones look yeah. shit hot. Well, the Acadia's oh, been the around for three Ram, or four years. Oh, my God. That is a good-looking car. It's like yeah. the new Silverado. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. They're really good-looking yeah. cars now. Yeah. Well, it's not uncommon for us to get cars years after being released overseas. Even the, the Hyundai Ionic downstairs has been out since yeah. CES two years ago. But, look, but anyway, yeah, it's a, a huge. They're big. They're important to Holden and all the other manufacturers. On, on general drive, mm. it's still not it's not a Hilux or a Ranger, right? Is that is that? Oh, uh, look, I don't or? rate the Hilux. I would I rate the Colorado above the Hilux because okay. it's got more power. It's actually a powerful vehicle, 147 kilowatts, lots of torque. It's a good engine. I don't know about its reliability. I don't own one. I actually drove one for six months because it was our station radio station's a promotion vehicle. It's just a bit rough around the yeah. edges. That's all hard wearing interior. You got Apple CarPlay and all that sort of thing, so plenty of tech. It's safe. It doesn't have autonomous emergency braking, which is a big no-no these days. You need that. The Ranger has it, but I don't think the Raptor does, for example. Right. But anyway, uh, if you prepare to spend sixty grand on a Ute, good luck to you. Basically, well, you don't have to spend that much. That's the other thing about that range. Well, you that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There. They're, well, they've actually they brought there was an LXL, what they call no LSX model, which was kind of an experiment last year, which they've now made a permanent addition to the lineup. It's an affordable way to make it look rugged without the leather seats and everything inside. So it's got the big fender flares and decals on the outside, but inside it's still quite basic. So that's uh, uh, the My 20, Holden, Colorado. You can check out the review at EFTM.com. You know what I love about watching Henry grow up? 
mm. before your eyes. Mm. It's not like you bring him in and I get to say good day. It's not like no. an AVO out or something. Jesus. No. No, he was here the other day when you were away. <coughs> oh, yeah. We had Jeez. to go and drop a car yeah, off. Had a bit of car car switching. Yeah. Um, is I now get to watch you enjoy the fun of taking your kid to places <laughs> like Bunnings. Yeah. It's one of my favourite things because mm. the kids just love it. Has your Bunnings got a play area? Um, it does, yeah, it does have a yeah. play area and you're a little area where you can buy coffees and stuff. The thing about Bunnings is that I've turned it into a, a nursery, basically. Uh, like, you know how, you know, mother's groups are formed during the week and they all gather around almost, well, actually, I did go to one at one point and I'll never go back because they talk about crazy shit. But I'm using Bunnings on the weekend. What, was, what are they talking about? Uh, just, you know, breasts and stuff. Things that happen with milk. Pelvic floors. Yeah, all that sort of stuff, Trev. Let's not go into it. They look at you and go, well, you didn't yeah. have to push a baby out. Yeah. It's your pelvic floor. Yeah, exactly. And I go, i got nothing. Yeah. I can't answer that. Yeah. You're 100% right. Exactly. So, uh, it just twigged on the weekend to me that I can use Bunnings as a, as a way of tiring Henry out. We did lap after lap with the little trolleys that they provide for toddlers not buying anything in particular, even though I did buy stuff in the end, torches and things that ended up being 200 bucks worth. But we did every aisle. We looked at everything. He is now at an age where he's fully aware of what he's doing and what he's looking at. So he's very interested in the paint aisle for some reason okay. and the brushes. He liked the brushes. He's pushing the trolley along, though, at one point, and it got hitched on some sort of stand that was there. I don't know what was in the stand. And I was some 15 metres away from him because I was sick of, you know, trying to keep up to his stupid pace. So I took off. You mean a child's slow pace? Yeah, Yeah, well done. And all I hear all of a sudden in the middle of Bunnings is, Silly Henry! Silly Henry! (laughs) And I turned around, well, what's the problem? And he's stuck on this thing. So I went around and got him. And then, you know what, at Bunnings, they provide a colouring kit now in those trolleys. Maybe it was just a one-off, but there's like pencils and... um, like some piece Not of in the paper trolley that he gets the push. On. Yeah, the one that he gets the push. What? And it also came with a blow-up Bunnings hammer, which was great. I don't know if it was a one-off promotion, but it was fantastic. So, so he's ha- now running around whacking He's running around whacking shit. It was whacking off shit, basically knocking things over. Um, we lost half the pencils because he opened the pack. But Bunnings is legitimately a way of taking your kid out on the weekend, wasting a couple of hours to the point where he can't walk anymore because he's that tired. And yeah, he's, people, he's slept for three hours after. People with our kids don't realise one of the best things, you, well, one of the things you need to do, let alone best things you can do, is literally just take your kids out and walk around. Yes, that's right. Because those little tiny legs, yeah. they get tired real they quick. They get tired quick, yeah. So like 45 minutes walking around Bunnings, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go every aisle. Yep. Mate, they're in and the that's car. That's what we did. The biggest risk is do they fall asleep in the car or back at home? Oh, yeah. So. Well, it's, a 50, yeah, about, it's only seven minutes back home. I make sure he doesn't fall asleep. Loud yep. music Loud over music, the windows. Windows. Up. Windows freaks, the kicker. I'll tell you what he freaks out about. The panoramic sunroofs that some cars are equipped so he's with. He's forward-facing now, isn't he? He's now forward-facing. Yeah. That's right. So he looks up. He goes, oh, no. I think the roof's coming up. And then he looks. <laughs> he wants to know where the moon is constantly now. Moon, moon. I'm like, mate, it's broad daylight. Like, you're not going to see the moon at this stage of the day. Like, wake up to yourself, you dope. <laughs> One of my kids, Victoria, the other night, she goes, and she goes, oh, it's a full moon. I went, it's not. Really? I don't know why I instinctively said it's not. And yeah, then I yeah. Google it went. And it was. Actually, it is. Uh, just so you know. Yeah. But the lines are blurred sometimes, a full moon. It can look like a full moon, but it's not technically. like. Well, that, that, that's why I looked. Yeah. That you know what Henry's remarkably good at? Spotting planes. Plane spotter. He's a great. Should come with Stig and I. But I'm talking about planes that haven't even, they're not even like landing at Sydney. They're obviously flying from Melbourne to Brisbane Contrails or something. Contrails and stuff. Contrails. He picks them up, like little pinpoints in the sky. Plane! And like, where? Bring up flight radar. Oh, I bring up flight radar. Oh, yeah, there it is. Have you that, done the uh, augmented reality thing where you can shine? Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I use that all the time. So we should have worked on military aircraft because we, we live near the RAF base. Yeah, probably reason that doesn't happen. You know it's going to attack the military here. Like, why can't I see where they are? What about they let the Chinese warships into the harbour? What the fuck's that all about? What, when? Oh, you missed out on that. Oh, let me fill you in. So, <laughs> last week, this is the best ever, Trev. Seriously, I know you've been overseas. So, all of a sudden, I think it was two, let's just say it was two, Chinese military ships lobbed into Sydney Harbour and docked. Now, where they dock? Uh, Garden Island. Now, there was a low-pressure system off the coast. I think they needed to have shelter. They were on some sort of expedition to look after a problem that existed in terms of drug running somewhere. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, they were let in. No one knew about it. No one was told about it. They just lobbed. The Chinese. Communists. And <laughs> they were featured... They were captured by a photographer loading that ship up with baby powder, baby milk Piss powder. Off. No, no, no doubt, no joke. Are you taking you the Google piss? it now. You Google it now. They stole 
pallets and pallets of, well, they probably bought it, but pallets and pallets and pallets of that powder that they knock off anyway. You know, there's a word Are for it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I'm serious. While they were here, they made the most of it. The Chinese so, so, were here. So you can imagine uh, Wan Li. Yeah, Wan Li. Uh, or, you know, uh, naval seaman Wan Li. Yep. He's, uh, he's been sent into Sydney Harbour yep. by accident because there's an issue. Yep. He's text messages Mrs. Quinn yep. Lee. And said, look, we've got to stop over in Sydney. She's gone, fuck, get a pallet of baby powder. Get a baby powder. That's basically what that, happened. That'll pay the mortgage yeah, for a year. Exactly. It was just unbelievable. But, you know, it's actually not uncommon for them to arrive. Normally up in Darwin. But when you say they arrived, there is no a picture here. of it happening. Like, it was just. Wow. It was just extraordinary. So, surely, surely the Australian. Navy knew they were coming in because yeah, they, yeah. they let them dock. Yeah, exactly. You know, it wasn't a volatile situation. They came here on a friendly basis. I still like the idea of them being in the harbour. It was all very mysterious. Very, very mysterious. How's it mysterious? Oh, they're there just I in front of the might... opera house with the Chinese flag well, flying. Well, mate, apart from, like, from a distance, I've got no idea that's Chinese, frankly. Well, it's the, the fucking same as an Australian one. The flag's a bit of a giveaway. It's um, not obvious. And the star on the side of the ship. There's no star on the side of the ship. Oh, there's something, isn't there? Big fucking number like ours. There's have. a big number. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't look. It's not like. Mm. It just. It doesn't look to me like a big drama. Yeah. They're all standing at attention like they do anyway on most military ships. No, look, it's not a drama. The baby former thing. The baby former. Baby former thing. That's a story. That was that's a bit crazy. weird. It was a bit weird. And I, you know, anyway. Did you see the photo I sent you this morning? I was at the Today Show and there was a uh, protest going on in Melbourne. What's happened? Uh, euthanasia law has been approved. Uh, like it's gone through. Oh, has like it? They're, they're now, like as of today, uh. you, you can be euthanized in in Victoria. Under really? All, like strong, strict guidelines and everything yeah, like no, that. Of course, yeah. A whole bunch of people outside of what I assume is Spring Street, the Parliament there. Mm. A whole bunch of, frankly, very old people mm. protesting. Mm. When you protest, you put up signs. Yeah. Um, look, uh, some of the signs are voluntary assisted dying. You know, don't do it. And you know, we care and yeah. all this kind of, do yeah. not harm. Yeah. Uh, no poison. Mm. Extend palliative care. These are good signs. Yeah. The issue I have is with old mate. Mm. Uh, I'm going to call him Harold because he looks a little bit like Harold, Harold. Bishop. His sign says oh, "Euthanasia say kills patients." Yes. No shit, Sherlock. Oh, that's kind of the point. I'm is that a protest or a fucking ad? Harold's. <laughs> Harold's a bit of an. Whose sign. idea was it? There. Oh, fucking! There's a woman next to him with the same <laughs> sign. Harold. Euthanasia kills patients. Yes. Fucking yes. That's, that's the d- absolute definition of euthanasia. Kind of the point. I you hate complete to, fucking idiot. I'd hate to break it to you. I'm afraid. I mean, some people yeah. just have no idea. Anyway, that's a real touchy subject, Trev. I don't really want to go down that path. Um, well, no, I'm, just, I just don't think I'm not worried about euthanasia. I'm talking about yeah. the protesters. I'm all for it if you want to. I mean, if you're in pain and I mean, there's no quality of life, I mean, why can't you? 100%. You know, anyway. Through the, through the right, otherwise, uh, they're doing it, you know, via other means, which, you know, it would be <sighs> potentially Philip harmful. Nitschke. Exactly. Philip Nitschke wasn't he big a few years He's back. still around. I know. Back to you. Anyway. We do a thanks Go. to the people at JBL, and one of the products that still sits proudly in our lounge room at home, Bodog, is the JBL Linkview. Oh, uh, the Google, yes. The Google Assistant speaker. Yep. Yep. So, speaker and screen. One so, it's got a, a, a nice size screen on it. Sure. Great speakers, because, you know, JBL always do great sound. Uh. We've got the JBL digital radio and Bluetooth speaker still here in the office. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, no, big fan of the uh, the Linkview, and you'll find it now for around 269 So, uh, originally launched at 359 now about 269 uh, you'll find details at jbl.com.au. Great product. You can just ask Google to play your video, play your music, play whatever it is. I'll tell you what, the kids love it. JBL Link View. Check it out at jbl.com.au. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. So, Trevor. Trevor, yes, Trevor, yes, Trevor. Yes. On our various, you know, trips around the world, we get to see things that we don't get to see in Sydney, basically. And one of those things that we don't normally get to see in Sydney were lime scooters. Now, I first came across them in San Diego recently, off the oh, back of the CES, CES trip. So I saw them uh, two, it'd be three years ago now, because it was WWDC, the Apple event this time of year, the one that I was just at. Yep. But not last year, but the year before, so 2017, lime scooters were everywhere in yep. San Jose. 
San Jose. Took right, one okay. for a scoot. Great fun. The year after, so yep. last year, we took him, uh, Fennec and I took him for a squirt because the th- problem was we took it out at like 8.30 at night, yep. scooting around, yeah, great yeah. fun, and then they just died. Yeah, like, power, that's right. Yeah. shit. Yeah. And then it turns out there's a curfew. Mm, that's they right. Just, they stop them automatically yeah. at 9 o'clock. A bloke comes around, picks yeah. them up, takes them away, charges it. Which is why, at that point, I realised I'm okay with these things yeah. because unlike those shitty O-bikes, yeah. they don't just get left everywhere. That's right. They have to be picked up every night. Exactly. They have to be charged. Yep. And so there can be some order to it. There's a proper system. And here in Australia, there's been trials in Brisbane for a long time now. Sydney just bars them out, right? But you can have the bikes, the Electric line bikes. bikes yep. Victoria just says, no, 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 no. Or restricts them to, scooters need to be under 10 kilometres an hour. These things can go up to 25. Yeah, they go pretty good. Which is pretty quick. And I've yep. got to say, based on my experience in San Diego, they're also pretty dangerous. I mean, there is, see, the problem you is. You are an idiot, though. No, but the problem spirited is. Spirited scooting. I, I was doing some spirited scooting. And some random yelled out to me, um, get off the road. Remember that? You were there, get off the road. You're going to kill someone. Get off the road. Anyway, I was quicker than him. He was in a, <laughs> he was in a wheelchair. Get off, get off the road. Johnny Abu does a great impersonation of that bloke. He's, I thought he was going to kill me. But the problem is, I think most people who use these bikes as tourists, they don't give a fuck about the local regulations. I don't know what the laws are over there, to be honest. No. Do you need to wear a helmet? I think you do. Most places where I've got them, yeah. the app says, don't ride them on the footpath. You don't which I was. I was and on I'm the like, boardwalk. I'm like, I don't want to break to you, but I'm not riding this fucking thing on the road. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm not, not, not America. Yeah. Not in America. And also, yeah, there's no helmets. Yeah. There's no helmets. And I th- you're look, not going to bring your own helmet. Look, if you're a cycling, yeah. um, you know, legend, and you love yeah. your your lycra, yeah. you're listening to the wrong show because yeah. fucking we believe you have to be wearing a helmet because most cycling people think you, you should shouldn't have. shouldn't have to wear a helmet. Do they? Uh, yeah, most cycling people Stupid. think you shouldn't have to wear a helmet. Um, but I'm pretty confident that my head on bitumen is better off. No. Uh, with the protection of the you helmet. You need some sort of protection. And now that applies to the scooters. Yes. Which is, which is the biggest problem with this whole ride-sharing, yeah. scooter-sharing situation. Yeah. Yeah. Massive problem. But here's the thing. The best I've seen anywhere of any form of kind of sharing of yeah. these things is, is actually in New York where they have city bikes. Yes. Um, and they have racks. Mm. And they're in various locations. It's the same as London. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. You have, and they're everywhere. Now, yeah. I only saw them in Washington. Yeah. But essentially, you've got to take your bike back to a spot. Melbourne has these too. Yeah. But again, you've got this thing. I'm not wearing someone else's dodgy helmet. Has a, the hairnets. What's the situation? Yeah, it's not going to happen. But I, and I was riding around thinking this is... This is, if I was like, let's say, Clover Moore, mm. <laughs> I'd be like, bring on the Lime scooters. Yeah. But I want to see racks. Yeah. I want to see scooter racks where they have to be returned to. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, would, I, I, I don't mind them. I think but I want it to be returned to specific locations. They're a legitimate form of transport. You can't ride them on the road. There's no doubt. And I'd probably wind back the speed of it 25 k's an hour. I mean that you can't run that fast. You don't need to. You don't. That's just stupid. Yeah. The whole point of the scooter is to go. So I I walked. Get off the road. Like I don't walk a lot. <laughs> That's gold. But yeah. I walked. I think 15,000 steps on yeah. the last day in Washington. Yeah. I got up late. I got yeah. up at like eleven. Yeah right. Stig did like thirty thousand. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah right. But I walked from the hotel yeah. down to the Lincoln Memorial. Is that the big one at yeah. the end near the uh, reflecting pool? Yeah, I think so. Um, Which so, hotel did you stay at? Oh, the Western. So it was a, about a 20-minute walk past yep. the White House up to the Lincoln. Yep. And then my plan was to walk all the way down the mall yeah. to the Capitol. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Capitol we did, I ended up going to Arlington A instead. long walk. But, but, and, but really, yeah. like a beautiful... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to go 25 k's no. an hour. To, I, I'm happy to go five, frankly, because yeah. I just... To be honest, I didn't want to walk that far. Yeah, but sure. I wanted to. I wanted to take it in. I didn't want to drive it oh, in gotcha. because yeah. I wanted to take in yeah. the sights. Because the thing Soak with a scooter up. is, you can jump off and go, "Oh wow, look at that!" You yeah. can read a plaque. Yeah, you yeah. can look at things. You can take a break. Yeah. Like they are a legitimately yeah. cool way of making sure people get to see more in their time. And yeah. I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I just don't think Sydney's ready for it. I don't think it's laid out appropriately to accommodate them. Really, in terms of, I mean, got, there's plenty of cycleways, I guess, but. The thing is, they the Lime people were yeah. very smart. Yeah. Very smart to jump onto the Uber Air announcement yeah, yeah, while yeah. I was in I mean, uh, Washington. Right. Yeah. Uh, and say, look, well done to the Victorian government. Because the Victorian government Showing vision. Uh, partnered with Uber. They haven't paid any money, but they've, they've approved the, the concept. Yeah. Um, there was a Victorian government minister in Washington. I interviewed yeah. him. So they're all in on this Uber Air thing. Yeah. And so Lime put out a release saying, well, we, we congratulate Uber and the Victorian government, but... Hello, yeah. Victorian government. Any chance of having fucking scooters? Exactly. Which I think was smart. I think it was Look, good, good, good PR work. It's a contentious issue, and there's plenty of comebacks in terms of negativity and not supporting this idea. And one of them was, you know, you can get piss heads on them. 
Well, I don't want to break it to you, but you can get pissheads driving a car as well. Yeah. Which is far more dangerous. So, you know, you can't fix that problem. I love the I'd rate myself. Yeah. Lime versus lime, pisshead versus me. I'd out Yeah, exactly. Me. I mean, yeah. It's just uh, you'd have to have an education campaign. The blend between motorists, cyclists, and pedestrians and scooters is you know got to sort all that out. I love them. It's just smart technology. It's great, and okay. I think I say bring on the. Scoot. What do you think, folks? Jump into the man cave. Yeah, get on the man on cave. The Facebook page and uh, let us know what you think. Of the let us know. Bring it on. Well, Trev, you can just, lie here on the mate, FTM couch. It may, it may be what happens in the so doghouse. What's happened? Is there drama? Look, I, I like helping. Open out. your soul to me. I buddy. like helping out around the house. Yep. Two things. Do you need to lie down on the couch. Two, two things happened to me. Yeah. Literally, the day I got home. What happened? So Amanda was at Christ. Where the hell was she? Uh, I don't know where she was. Anyway, she was out the kind of the morning. She wasn't at my house. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? Instead of leaving all my shit, my, my bags at the door, yep. I'm going to just buy the bullet here. I'm just going to unpack. Yes. Get all the dirty clothes out. Get amongst I'm going to get all the stuff that needs to come back to the office, put another bag. I'm going to yep. do it, right? Yep. So I got all my, my, my shirts, yep. put them in a pile, take the dry clean. I got all my undies and socks and everything else out. Did, got them out. Yep. You know what I did? I fucking put them in the washing machine. You knocked it over. Turn, dude, done, yep. on. Because fucking suitcases, when, when you come back from a trip, it can remain unpacked for a long time. I'm, like, I'm the bad offender. Massive problem. Mate, no matter how jet-lagged you are, just get in there and do right. it. So I thought, fucking, I've nailed this. Yeah, good. Anyway, oh, Amanda was at the shops. So yep. she gets home, and I, maybe I was upstairs, mm. but all I heard was, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I went, it's the washing. Never I just, a good no, I know straight up it's the washing. Yeah, yeah. And I've come down, and she's in quite a reserved way. She's gone, oh, what you put the washing on for? I went, it's just my stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've tried to, because I'm not allowed to do the washing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fuck it up. Apparently, yep. yeah, I'm yeah. not allowed to do it. She's got a system. Fine. Fine. Little did I know, mm. that system involves when I get back from the shops, I'm going to put the kids' kids' uniforms on and I'm going to do the washing. Right. So, oh, she's blown up because I've done my fucking washing. Can you believe that? <laughs> a man has I, actually I've done my own washing performed and manual labour right? and she's blowing up. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I've, I'm with I've, you. I've thrown the whole process out of whack. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so I've moved on from that and gone, Chaos. Well, I'm really sorry. It was a 60-minute cycle. Yeah, yeah, sorry. You were gone for 40 of it. All yeah. you did was wait 20 and then put the load on. It would have been okay. Exactly. So, yeah. leaving all that aside, Bodum, Bodum, yeah. there's another bigger problem that's occurred. Mm. I, um, My wife works for the local MP, who's also now the Minister of the Environment. Sure. Um, there is a new return and earn centre been set up in our local oh, Westfield shopping centre. This fantastic. is huge news for us because we normally have to drive 20 minutes to get to one. My kids do a lot of return and earn. It's great. Yep. Amanda has gone to the opening of this thing. Yeah. She's got to go inside and have a look at it, which I would love because yeah. I understand the mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. But she's also brought back a new return and earn bag. And I'm like, great, instead of the buckets a we bag. were using. Right? Big, cool. big, like yeah, yeah. like an Ikea shopping oh, bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I it know zips up and it's everything. It's got a zipper. Yeah, yeah, no, good. Anyway, so that's sitting... In the kitchen dining area. Mm. I think that's not where... I normally have the return and down in the garage. Yeah. And then over near the, the little TV in the dining room, there's two other bags sitting on the floor. It's full of just plastic. Mm. And I went, you know what this fucking is? Mm. Soft plastic. Soft plastic recycling. And, mate, it's just escalated from there. Mm. Uh, there is a new regime in mm. our house. Mm. Uh, she's trying to cut the amount of waste we have. Mm. We've got two red bins and two yellow bins, and I'm quite proud of that. Because, Did you pay for? Yeah. Because we recycle a lot. You we recycle, recycle a lot. Oh, no, you do. And Everyone does, though. And, mate... To the point where I may have had the last of the Easter eggs. Right. Just the little, little ones. Yeah. She took the foil and foil. she started a foil ball. She told me to start a foil ball on Facebook. I didn't know what she meant. Uh, you take all the foil, any foil product, yeah, yeah. you take the wrapping and you put it in a ball. And until the ball gets bigger, and then you put it in the recycling like bin. Like soccer ball size? Yeah, it's like big, right. okay. big. It's currently tennis ball size. I believe ball. it's going to get bigger than that. Right. But, mate, oh, oh, last night I put something, in, you know, just cleaning up in the yeah. kitchen. I just threw, That doesn't go in there! She's under I'm you. like, what? Yeah, she's under you. But here's the thing: yep. she's washing rubbish, yep. and dro- there are bags, yes. soft plastic bags, yeah. in our fucking, uh, you know, the thing you put your cups and saucers in oh, to dry no. them. Yeah, no. So she's washing them because you no. can't put them in the soft plastic can't recycling put them in the soft plastic. if they're dirty. You, you need to wash them. You got to wash Look, them. You're just adding an extra layer of com- complexity, basically, she goes, well, to it's your life. Go to the because re- it has to then be taken by hand yeah, to yeah. the recycling. Oh, so you take it down the road. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. oh, and she's gone. We're doing our thing. I said, listen, I don't want to break it to you. Yeah. Bowen and I have been to that joint more yeah. than any other member of this oh, community. Oh, mate, absolutely. And I, I'm well, doing I don't even bit. live in this postcode. And they asked me for the postcode. I am doing my bit. You are. We are. And you know what I realised? Yep. I realised this is why I don't like greenies. 
Well, because you know what it is. That's a broad, it's fucking broad, broad, all in brush. It's like you know, if you don't like what we yeah, like, yeah, you're out. That's true, right? Yeah. Whereas, and I, it'll come to a head at yeah. some point. Obviously, if if you know one of her friends, Steph, tells her about this podcast, yeah, she will. I'll be in there. Hey, shit. Steph, I don't know who you uh, are, but tell Amanda immediately. There'll be drama. Yeah. But basically, but she's bringing bins here. Yeah, she, well, this is what she said. She says she's going to bring soft plastic bins here for us. Well, I mean, I know, let's do it. It's not hard. Well, I've decided that one over there can be soft plastic and this one over here can be general rubbish. All right, okay, okay we'll do but that. But here's my point. Yep. My point is, if you're going to implement a strategy like this, yep. I don't think you can do it all in. I think no. you've got to be gentle. You've got to take time. Okay, so, so then... Right, from, from this point on, we're going to do... Like a slow launch. This. Yep. Yeah, and also, if we're going to go hard on this, where's our fucking compost? Yeah, well, we've got a compost. We do have a compost. Is it good? What does it it's do? It's a Bunnings. Like, it's like a big barrel that you you twist and you turn over every smell? couple of days. No smell. No smell. It's absolutely chockers at the moment. So we need to wait for it to degrade a little bit so it creates more room in there because it obviously all breaks up and stuff. And then what do you do with it? And then you can use it on the garden. I don't really have a garden. I don't see. Well, see, I'll never use it on the garden, so I don't know. What, what are you going to do with well, it? Can you put it on the lawn? So well, the lawn... Well, it degrades and disappears. Like it just eats. Doesn't it just it disappear? Just, it, it does. It just eats itself. It turns <laughs> into like soil. That's not how it, it works. disappears. That's in my mind. That's how compost works. It's like a never-ending. Are you meant to put worms? in Bottomless cup. Hey, aren't there worms in there? No, we've got a worm farm, which is separate. Fuck. That's separate. We do out in the back deck. There's a worm farm. Those worms, mate, they're well fed. They were so well-fed, actually, we had to cut it back a bit. Cause funny, I'll, I'd be all in on the compost. Yeah, no, compost but, is fun. Henry but, loves it. <laughs> then I went... We're going to compost a little, like, inside. Like, Okay, let me just tell you something. Yeah. You know in bathrooms where you've got those little plastic bins for toilet rolls yeah. and that sort of thing? So we've got one of those on our kitchen sink, and you get these biodegradable plastic bags that the biodegradable food compost that you want to throw away goes into. So then you tie the bag and put the bag in the compost bin because it, it degrades what? as well. How quickly does it degrade? Oh, I don't know, mate. The bag is very flimsy. Like you got to be careful. Right. It tears so easily. It tears really easy. But that's the system we're putting in place. So, oh, so I said we should get a because I, yeah. I, I went to the extreme here. Radio, yeah. fine, yeah. fine. No food scraps in the bin. Yep. And I had the kids dinner. And I went. I'm going to compost this. She goes, you can't yep. fucking compost that. And I went, hey. I go, why? She goes, we don't have a compost bin. Yeah. And then she goes, by the way, that's meat. You can't compost meat. You can't compost and I went, meat. Well, what can you compost? I said, what about rotten. the pasta? She can't compost the yeah. pasta yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. I don't even you understand. Can't do pasta. Apparently not. Really? Not according to Amanda. But she is not, not actually a greenie. Well, oh, maybe she's going to work pasta's for a greenie. Wheat. greenie like, I don't see why pasta would be a problem. See, meat would attract maggots and it'd just go off and be disgusting. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So what, what do you put in compost? Just uh, uh, like Any food. sort of vegetable trimmings, uh, like, you know, you well, peel a carrot, husks, potato, uh, yeah, right. um, anything that's left over, really, that's not that's meat. That's it. This weekend, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'll take it all back. Right. I'm going to go fucking all in. This weekend, yeah, yeah. I'm buying a compost. Go to Bunnings. You don't need to get the full... Oh, you might because you've got a big family. There's like several different sizes. I've got the mid-size one. And you have to put it together. It was actually quite a task. There's like 50 million bolts on it. Right. It took a good hour. But Does you like putting stuff together. You know, it just sits on a little triangular frame. And there's an axle through the middle of it. And it rolls like a prize. looks like a prize barrel. Really? And there's just two openings at the top. And you can put shit in. It's good. I don't know what's I'm happening in there. One. Stuff's just disappearing. I'm getting one. And you can put... That's what's going to happen. You can put garden debris in there as well. 100% getting You know one. what my wife did? What'd she do? Last night, she brought home a bamboo toothbrush, a sustainable toothbrush. What? So, you know, toothbrushes obviously have some sort of life to them. Eventually, they you need to replace them at the end of life. So, she's brought home a bamboo toothbrush. It's made of bamboo. The bristles are made of some sort of, you know, organic material. And it can be recycled because... Plastic toothbrushes are bad for the environment, apparently. So are plastic straws, but fuck, paper ones are shit. You know, I said, to her, I said, what was that experience like for you? And she said, well, it tastes a bit woody. I said, so brushing your teeth is now a shit process. Why? Okay, that's that's the last thing you want. I know. If it affects your life. Okay, imagine trying to give your kid, that'd be some hippie in Byron Bay, yeah, give yeah, your yeah. kid a bamboo, and they'd be like, yeah. fuck that, it tastes like wood. It was a and freebie. They'll, they'll grow up with black teeth. Black teeth? Well, because they'll fucking all fall out. Because they won't yes. brush their teeth. Yeah, that's because right. It tastes like wood. It'll be a big turn off. There's no way Henry's going to use a bamboo toothbrush. I'll give you the tip. No, I'm out. There's no yeah. way. I'm going to get him one of those Philips Sonic Care things. If well, I see, that's got to be more environmentally friendly because you're not throwing. We never. You're oh, only I mean, you get the, the heads. Tips. You only want to throw it. Yeah. That's less. Surely that's less. You know what's problematic with my Philips? I got the special black edition. Yeah. Well, fuck. You can never buy blackheads anymore. They're just like so. I have to buy white ones, and I, I hate that. You it's, hate you hate the mismatch. Yeah. I'm OCD. Like, I got the black one for... I wanted the black pack. Like, these people, they're utes. And now I can't get the black tips. And it looks shit. And it's one of the best toothbrushes in the world. 
I don't like it. Sonic. Why would I'm, they do I'm, that? I'm more of the. I like the Sonic. The op- opposite style, the Colgate. What's the? Other oh one? yeah, the, the rotating, rotating head. head. I don't know yeah. what it's called. But Braun, uh, Braun have those. Braun do well with that. Braun yeah. have the rotating, just it kind of cycles. Yeah. Zzz, oh, I love a vibrator in my mouth. It's great. Like a zzz, fucking sensation. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be crass. Like, honestly, things just come out. I don't mean to say it like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, look, cars. We love yeah. cars. Oh, and we've had a lot this week. I've just published a review about the Suzuki Jimny, uh, which is online right now. Uh, I also published a review yesterday, the BMW X5 xDrive 40i. Now, look. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is a great car, the X5. It's very, very quick. It's powerful. It's a twin turbo, inline six, blah, 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 blah. But it has all this great technology via the BMW Connected app that I wasn't aware of. And Can you tell me first how? What's the process of setting that up? Oh Jesus! Because well, it's not that hard car, to be does, honest. Does BMW need to be involved, or was it all done in the car? Not all done in the car. Okay. So you simply create a login for yourself, input the VIN number, and then up comes the car. Look, it's quite simple. Quite simple. Very, very simple. We've we've done this before with Tesla. Um, and probably a BMW here and there, or maybe even a Mercedes. I mean, lots of cars have apps. Do you remember when we had the BMW? I was in China. Yeah, yeah, and you were t- yeah, you were honking, I was honking was, the horn. That was an i three, yeah. and you were honking the horn in my old house at South Windsor while you're in China. <laughs> and so you can still do that to this day. But there is one function on it which I just found astounding, and it's called 3D Remote View. This allows you, no matter where you are in the world, to dial up the app, open the app. And using all the cameras on the car, it renders together an image, a bird's-eyed image of the car itself and what's around it. It's incredible. So, you know, up it came, and I've put it on YouTube. You can check it out on YouTube or in the BMW X5, and you can fly around the vehicle. It, it, it doesn't render perfectly. For example, it was sitting in my driveway at one point, and I had the Suzuki Jimny next to it, which is a very small vehicle. But because the cameras are obviously so close to it, it was inflated and large. But don't yeah. you think it is incredible technology, the way it pieces together all that imagery? So what I want to know is, was it video or just a still? It wasn't live, so it's right. taken pictures. Yeah, but, right, okay. yeah. So, so it's it's snapshot it's, in time. Yeah, at that particular time, like real time really, um, but not a video. It'd be amazing if it was a video. Imagine that. I wonder if they could do that. Well, like the three. I don't. Well, I'm sure they could. Cam is a video, yeah. so you can. But the car's off, so oh, I don't know how that works. But yeah, so all cameras. There's probably seven of them. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. it, it looked fundamentally brilliant yeah. until there was other cars. Or like the yeah, the the, the HRV or CRV or whatever it was in yeah, front of. Yeah, in front of it was enormous. Looked like a semi-trailer. Yeah. The X5 looked like an X1. Um, but that's the, yeah. Actually, the that was my other thing. The BMW didn't. Look it was kind of in yeah, scale. It wasn't in scale. But well, it, so pretty cool stuff. Why? Serves no purpose. Oh, I mean, really, I can't envisage why you would ever need to do that. Um, yeah, I'll uh, tell you what, uh, it would be a good oh, spy okay. camera. Yeah, but why, like, am I... Because I was looking at it going, do I want to know... Look, do, I don't need to remember where I parked yeah, yeah, at the yeah. front. Uh, or do you? Maybe Look, sometimes... I mean, all it is is just... <laughs> I mean, it's they're doing it because they can. Yep. Because the reversing camera on that car and many BMWs does show that live. So when you reverse it, you can see different angles of the yeah. car and all that sort of thing. So it's just using technology that already exists there. Um, I, I think it's amazing. I, I never use it really, and I didn't use. I only used it once. It did take a long time to connect to the server, so it's actually quite a clunky process really to get it working. But yeah. I just thought that was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I thought it was amazing, but I had no fucking idea what the purpose of it was. <laughs> well, that's pretty much how I felt. But anyway, I was blown away by it. The BMW Connected app. You can read more about that BMW X5, which is an absolute flyer, let me tell you. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. I have the joy of being the dictator in this organisation. Yep. Uh, what I mean by that is I'm the editor of EFTM.com. Um, yeah, and you know I'm I'm busy. Uh, those trips overseas. Oh yeah, they take, take a lot time. of effort. A lot of effort. Take a lot of stuff goes time. in. Yep. And so I get we get a lot of emails. Yeah, we do. And sometimes you can pick a story. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. I thought Bodog. When there's a story about pets. Yep. You've got a dog. You got a cat. Got a cat. Dog. Boom. Felix this is Sam. one for you. Yeah, exactly. So look, it, this was an interesting one. Oh, I, what was your initial I, reaction well, to the email? Uh, look, I was, it was basically fuck off not doing that. Because I think it was are you fucking kidding or something like that. I, I, I read, <laughs> I read it briefly, and I assumed what it was was a company in Melbourne was turning your animal after it had died into a pillow. It's exactly what I thought it was. Yes, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not. I think it's worse. So. <laughs> 
there's a company. <laughs> it is worse. But anyway, let's not defame them. There's a company called Love of Weaving in Victoria. And what they do is they groom your animal, as you normally would, brush it, and gather the fur or the hair. It depends on what sort of animal it is. And use that uh, via a special weaving process and make pillows out of it. Now, obviously, the point is to have your pet close by you for the rest of your life after your pet has died. So you've got a long time term memory of your animal so she started with rabbits this woman um in victoria started using uh fur from rabbits and a special foot t- uh, type of japanese style of weaving now dahlia is her name hair? do you reckon you got to weave every single hair like one by one i don't know i don't know too much about it dahlia is her name and uh, she's a lovely woman and she she actually uh uh, put up on her Facebook page and said, what a lovely review. Dahlia, I was kind of taking the piss in the review, but anyway. <laughs> let me provide you one testimony from a loyal client of Dahlia's. She said, my poodle, Bella, was a member of the family, a constant companion, healer, and faithful guardian. She was there for me during my uh, challenging emotional periods. So now her poodle, Bella, is one of her pillows. So she gets to, it's like a comfort thing. It's like carrying around a blankie. It just happens to be made out of her dead pet. <laughs> Like, Trev, this is a real thing. Um, oh, mate. There's a I've, market for everything. I've had a great attachment to my pets. You yeah. Know, Bob and Polly were great cats. Mm. Uh, Bob's ashes are in my office at home. They are. Uh, but that little ginger fella, yep. I just, there's a couple of things about this. Mm. If I was fortunate enough to take the time to groom him at all yeah, yep. before um, he passed, yeah. um, I don't know that Amanda would accept a pillow made of Bob's fur. Yeah. Secondly, I just don't understand how the fur stays in. Like, imagine a, a, a piece of cat hair or fur or yeah, whatever I know. It is. It's like two or three centimetres long. Yeah. How's that weaved into a point where it's not going to come out? Well, this is why Dali um, is a legend. I mean... I, I just find the whole process just mind-blowing. I, I think she's the only person in the world doing this. She's a weaver of Sayori, a Japanese style of weaving. So it's a unique skill, very, very unique. Oh, it's unique. She just turns it into yarn. I mean, that's all she's doing. I mean, she just you think, twists so. It. You think she she's actually turning all the bits and, and yeah, making yeah, and, and and I don't know what the, how they do it, but it's yeah, it's well, like guess, making a rope basically. Maybe you're right because maybe wool's the same. Like yeah, well, like exactly. I mean, there's no. I mean, there's lots of stuff we wear that's made from animals. So really, I mean, I it's nothing. It's actually nothing new. Oh, when on. you think about this it, it's just breaking news. There's, right. there's fur coats. There's leather. You know, that's from cows. Yeah, but you skin, there's a whole skin. Yeah. Let's just talk about wool. Sheepskin. You know, you know when they you know when they shear a sheep. Yeah, I know. It's that. all kind of stuck together. Yes. Like it's not because it's actually joined together, it's because it's no. all kind of just been matted yeah, together exactly. in life. Yeah. But then in the process of yep. making that into yarn yeah. yarns of wool. Yeah, that's right. It's actually pulled apart, pulled apart and then weaved together. And then weaved back together. So that's pretty that's much all what she's doing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, we've just, just realized there's stupid. nothing special. <laughs> But it's just a bit strange. Like I, a bit strange. I can't envisage a bit strange. Kicking back one day, just lying on Felix, who's dead, and his fur is in a pillow. I just can't see that happening. But uh, anyway, good what luck. If Henry gets heaps attached, and then Felix is sick, and you realise the only way we can keep this going is if uh, we get a, a little little blankie made. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, I'll be I'll be getting Felix stuffed. Taxi. What's it called? You'll go to Taxi a taxidermist. They're yeah. hard though. They're not like soft toys, mate. Yeah. No. How does that work? That process. Mate, it's a very precise. Wait, is there one in Sydney? There would be, wouldn't there? Oh, there'd absolutely be one. Right, okay. <laughs> now, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I bet you it's very expensive. Oh, I have got a plan for when our animals die. Like, I don't want to dig up the backyard. No, nah, mate, do what to... I did. Go the go the cremation. Uh, is it expensive? I think it was 150 bucks. Cat to chuck them in the bin. Wow! <laughs> fuck me. Sam's too big. I for remember that. when we had a cat called uh, Yeti. Yeti. Might have been Yeti. Was it? Was it another one? I don't know. Yeti. And uh, died. We were in Sydney. Yeah. Died, and um, we discovered it sadly a bit late. Oh, that's sad. That so was, you know. Yeah. So rigor mortis had set in. Yeah. My yeah. brother dug a hole. Look. Yeah. It, it wasn't going to fit. Yeah. One of our chooks died. And it wasn't going to fit. My yeah. sister was. Oh, pretty, didn't fit. Was was yeah. pretty. She was pretty upset. Yeah. And then my brother just made it fit. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> that's fucking awful. Well, so we, if you live in Six Gleeson Avenue uh, in uh, Condell Park. <laughs> Yeti's in the backyard. Well, 21 Brady's Gully Road. We're all quite attached to our rooster, um, Fred. And he sadly died and I buried him in uh, the chicken coop area that we had. And then one morning we woke up and our dog at the time, Simba, was at the back door with Fred. Shook in his with fucking Fred, mouth. With Fred in his mouth after not just one week, probably three weeks later. Wasn't a pleasant sight for my sister to see at 7 a.m. in the morning and she never recovered. EFTM. This is the <laughs> EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Oh. 
You know, we mentioned that. Is that, that the we, worst thing ever did to your sister? Uh, I've done far worse. Now, <laughs> can you name what the worst nah, thing is? Nah, nah, nah. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what the worst thing we did to my sister was. What? In, when we were living in. in I didn't do it, the dog in did. In Brisbane. Yeah. Um, we were, the house we were at. Uh, quite a big yard, mm. but the the yard behind us was empty. Yeah, but there was still a fence and everything, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha. So fence, but there was a couple of pass throughs, like kind of yeah. gateways to, through to the yard. I don't know why, yeah. and it was like a jungle back there. But we we, we kind of treated it like our backyard as yeah. well. Anyway, my brother, uh, she had a, she had a doll called Susie, and yeah. her name was Suzanne. Um, <laughs> my brother rigged up <laughs> rigged up a doll to come down yeah. on on a bit of rope as you walk through the yeah, <laughs> and Suzanne walked through that. Gate. That's horrible. Little Susie came down and yeah, she. Oh mate, she was not happy. And the Long family's never recovered. No, Suzanne hasn't. Yeah, we're right. fine. Oh, okay, fair oh, enough. I'm good. Does she listen? No, nah, I don't think so. That's unfortunate. Anyway, back to you. you. know how you're a media superstar. Most of your family appreciate that. Although, what do you mean? Like you're on TV and radio and stuff. Like you got a bit of a name. You know, C grade or B or maybe B F F. Okay. Do they care? No. Okay. Just want to ask. Anyway, we ducked in here on the weekend last week. Oh, some, I don't know. Yeah, last week, two weeks ago. We're coming back from Port Stephens after Holden paid for our accommodation for a weekend to drive the Holden Acadia. Well, full disclosure. Um, <laughs> just like you know. review? I didn't read it yet. Don't have to. He was happy with the video. Anyway, oh, really? yeah, they were. They really, really were. But anyway, we came here to the office to pick up a car and swap things around, right? So it required my wife following me home. She wasn't across the back way home. Has she not got Google Maps? Yeah, but it doesn't take her the, the way I go, right? I go my way, all right? It's my way or the highway. She so I said, listen, way. you know, we're going to pull right out of this uh, office complex. Just follow me. Stay hot on my tail. And we'll, we'll get there. She's a bad follower, Trev. And I, I, I am known for spirit driving, but I, I'm aware of the fact she's a bad follower. Who, where was Henry? She was with Gillian in the car. I was by myself in the other car, the Equinox. She was in the Acadia. How did that come about? Who made that decision? I did. <laughs> well, I didn't want to change seats. and I know, I, I'd rather just drive the... The, the Equinox for the time being. But anyway. You were sick of Henry. So I was going, yeah, true. I was going <laughs> slow, like really slow. And I could see her in the back, you know, she missed the first opportunity to pull out of the driveway because there was a car coming and all that. So she was just a car behind. We get to Hornsby, she's about four cars behind. We get to turning into Galston area, she's about eight cars behind. She was like, if you're following someone, make an effort. <laughs> By the time we got to the Galston Gorge, I don't know where the fuck she was. I rang her up down at the bottom of the gorge. I said, where are you? And she said, I'm on the Pacific Highway. And I said, the Pacific? Oh, but how? She missed the she whole turn, turn off. off. She just kept going. I said, look, put it in Google Maps and work it out for yourself. <laughs> like, if you're going to follow someone, <laughs> follow them. Like, make a concerted effort. You literally effort. said to her, just do your best. Yep. And then, you know what she said? She goes, I forgot what car you were in and what it looked like. And I said... <laughs> I'm in the car that's our long-term art that you've been driving every day. Like, anyway, she was <laughs> off in her own world. I got home probably 20 minutes before she did, and I just left them to their own devices. How was the, uh, what was bad the mood follow-up. on, on arrival? Oh, home? look, it wasn't a blow-up or anything. I, I was a little bit angry. I said, well... You were angry. Uh, She's the one that had a fucking fend for herself. Yeah, but just follow me. You would have the problem. Like, the, just go... Pull, mate. Why did you not pull over on the Golston Gorge on the way into the Golston Gorge? I'd lost it by then. There was no point pulling over. Like you know, oh, once you're in the gorge, no, you can't I'm with pull GC over. Anyway. On this, no, no, before the gorge. Oh, before the that gorge. whole road from the Pacific Highway to the gorge, you could have pulled over. No, just going. You know what? I'll wait for it. No, I was checking up. the rear view, going, "Ah, she's probably eight cars behind us. All right, we're only going one way. Surely she's just going to appear." When we got to Golston, she was nowhere. So, I'd like you know. Mate. You just went, fuck you. I said, you know, I'm, I'm just going home. Stuff. We've just driven from Port Stephens. It took three hours. I, I don't want, you know, I want to go home. All right. So, look. If you're she gonna, was driving back to yeah, Port Stephens. If you're in a convoy, just follow the person. It's not easy sometimes. Punch a yellow if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> that was our big problem with CES. Flips is trying to chase us. He's a former copper basically telling me to stop punching yellows. I wasn't punching yellows. I'm thinking this year we, we go back to the uh, one big car and yeah. one sports car. Yes. That, that I drove, uh, drove a Dodge Challenger for the afternoon on my last day. Yeah. Yeah, overseas, mm. and oh, it's not it's not a special car, yeah. but it was nice again just to drive a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of those big free. Yeah, yeah. Because we really only need one big yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do that. I'm thinking we get you know something really like nice. Okay, like, uh, like that Jag uh, F Type. That'd be nice. It just doesn't it? carry much. That's all. Well, that's okay. We have got the other car for that. Yeah, it's true. You take two people. All right. In in a sports car. Yeah. That's four people in the SUV, yeah. which means the third row's down. We have got luggage space. Good idea, Trev. Are you Good with idea. Me? I'm with you. 
As long as we do get one huge, well, we need one huge car. Yeah. Can we get like a Cadillac this year? Change brands? Because no, we always go down really the GMC path. You don't really get to choose. Oh, you don't get to choose. No, not really. Pricks. Make America great Good again. Time. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. You know what, Trev? Oh, I don't. We're a Google sort of home family. Yep. And more and more, my two-year-old, Henry, is becoming accustomed to the fact that you can say, hey, Google. Well, is he, can he say it? Can it respond? He says it. And it responded oh, yeah, for the first time this morning. Things just, I don't know what that was. Something just fell over here in the office. My wife texts me saying that Henry yelled at, hey, Google, and it responded. Now, Google doesn't promote good manners with kids, I've my discovered. assistant does. He, he, he's going, hey, Google! Hey, Google! Like, he's very aggressive. Cause I guess so, we'll, so what do you want Google to say? Hey, hey, Henry, take a chill. Well, I feel like they should change the term from hey, Google to excuse me, Google. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Because you're, you're promoting someone to say, hey, Henry. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, whoa, whoa. So he's going to go, me, Henry. you go to daycare. I mean, if you want, you go, hey, teacher. Yeah, so in, in, in the future, the yeah. problems at daycare won't be that you pinch someone or yeah, punch exactly, someone. Yeah. It'll be that you keep calling them, hey. Exactly. Hey, you. Hey, you. You know, and demanding something. Like now. And, and shouting. the biggest problem is, please and thank you. Please and thank you. Like, so yeah. often I'll say the complete opposite. But if, yeah. if you were to talk to Siri and then do something and then say thank you, yeah. Siri doesn't say, you're welcome. Yeah. Like, that's what they, they, that's should, right. they should come back with that. They need to do that because it's a legitimate problem because we've got a smart house and we've got all those things. And what you want is Excuse you want to me, go, Google. You want, you, want, you want a little, just so you say, hey, Siri, do this. Yep. Uh, or, hey, Siri, this. Yep. And, it's, and if you don't say anything, it yeah. should say... Well, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. Like in a smart ass yeah, yeah. way. Yeah, you're welcome. Or, or, or you should be able to say back to it, thank you. And yeah, but what, if you don't say thank you, yeah. you should recognise that and go, well, you're welcome. Yeah, excuse me, where are your manners? Yeah. Exactly. P for please. So they need to do an update, a patch or whatever they need to do. <laughs> update or a patch? Just whatever they do, they could do it. Mate. I'm on to something. Tomorrow, article. Kids friendly, manners, Google, Siri, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because it's a thing. I mean, why don't voice assistants yeah. have manners? Like, Boom! There's your article. Exactly. We, we're you know we are good mannered people, and we're trying to teach you good manners. But the way we talk to Google is quite abrupt because you have to shout above the TV. So we do shout at this thing a lot, and he's so, picked up on that. So essentially, uh, Alexa, turn all the lights orange. Right. So we can say that here in the office, which is just a demand. She's listening. No, but that's okay. And it's and I sh- and she'll say in a minute. Yeah. Thank you. Like, thank you. So I should. What we should do yeah. is we should be saying thank you exactly to, in front of kids. Yeah, Alexa right. doesn't need to respond to yeah. that. This is a fucking article. You're right. This is yeah. going to go off, Trev. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow when I'm back in the office, I'm going to do that first thing. Why don't you just check out for the day? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check in somewhere else. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Yes, that's right. Well, you know what, Trev? <laughs> yes, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> Here we are at the EFTM offices. For some reason over the last couple of weeks, I don't know what it is, I've developed a real sweet tooth and I've, I'm not you know, partial to having the odd bit of ice cream for some reason. Okay. And it's got to be Streets Blue Ribbon all the way. It has to be vanilla, Streets Blue Ribbon. But I can go a Buller. Yeah, I haven't tried Buller for years, bullet so I don't creamy. know. Bullet creamy. I just don't know. Buller Creamy. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't get tried some it. on the way home. Prepare to try You deserve my... it. After today, you're going to need some on the way I'm home. I hope it'll change. Exactly. Now, look, I've also rediscovered something from my childhood, which just seems to have never aged, and the bottle has not changed at all. Ice magic. Mate. Ice magic is fucking unbelievable. I've got two things. What? A, I don't like it. Why? Uh, I think because I like Cotty's chocolate topping, yeah. and I like to stir it in and make it you know, yeah. chocolatey ice cream. B, how the fuck does that work? Well... How's it not frozen in the bottle? Yeah, but this is prob- This is the problem, Trev. This is the problem. Our pantry faces the garage, which is not insulated, so it does get quite cold at, at where I live. Uh-huh. So the bottle, not that I'm having, you know, <laughs> fucking ice cream for breakfast, but the bottle, you know, does become unsqueezable, and it does get all gel-like. So uh, there's instructions on it to tell you to put it in the microwave for 20 seconds. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, well, chocolate will harden when it's cold. That's how they make chocolate. Of course. So it's simple. It's simple, the way it works. So, But I'm just going through this phase where one bottle only lasts two bowls. Because what? I'm just tipping it on, coating the whole bowl, Mate. and I've just got this like, dome, like they had, did at Chernobyl, a dome <laughs> over the top of my fucking ice cream. And I, it, it, mate, I even at one point poured it into a cup, put it in the freezer, and then ate the whole block of chocolate. Just the chocolate. You just ate it as chocolate. Mate, it's magnificent. I rate that chocolate above Cadbury. 
I is forgot it, how good it was. It's ice magic, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I would like it. You'll love it. See, the IGA too, for some reason, it's always freezing in there, and that's where I get it from at Pit Town, and it's, so it comes hard um, when I buy it. But, mate, get into it. Let's it do hard, it. does it? Th- mate, this is another video. <laughs> what is it? We'll bring, I'll bring Pitch some in. But what's the video? I don't know. We'll work that out. <laughs> We're going to try it. Ice cream. Ice cream in general. Yes. We'll pick a, we'll yeah, pick yeah. a Woolworths we'll brand. We'll Uber Cat. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, Woolworths right. brand. Yeah, yeah. Buller. Yep. Streets. Yep. Or vanilla. Yep. Let's do that. We'll do that, and I'll do the ice magic. Oh, you magic. do ice magic. I'll do cottage chocolate shit topping. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, fuck. How it's going to have to be we... next week, but yeah, it'll yeah, be good. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We're not going to see each other for the rest of the week. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Are you here at all tomorrow? What day is it? I'm here tomorrow for a bit. Is today yeah. Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday today. And that's Wednesday. Oh, shit. Yeah, you've been overseas. Yeah, so your no. jet lag is, like, No, I'm contagious. not jet lag, man. I'm just busy. Did you know that? I'm not even, no. I'm well, not going to say that. What? What? I was going to, because I was just saying our jet lag, your jet lag is contagious. Did you, i got to say, did you know that when women live together, like. Yes, they synchronize. Yes, their menstrual cycle yeah. synchronize. No, 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 they live together. They work together. They synchronize. Where the fuck does that work? I don't know. Like, you got. Mate, I'll, no, no, I'll give you a classic. Well, so at, at Apple's Worldwide Developer oh, Conference. So good. <laughs> Hurry, Apple, but a strict timetable. They, they announced a new feature on the Apple Watch called Cycle Tracking. Right. So women can track their menstrual cycle. Yep. So <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. So they can log different things. Sure. Okay. Well, <clears throat> what happens at these events is not anything that we, we don't get to take cameras and do public things, but they give us briefings. Yeah. Just to behind, hey, let's show you all the new things about iOS. And it's cool. You saw yeah. the new maps. No, no, that's cool. We're getting a briefing on the Apple Watch, and this woman sitting there, she goes, and the other feature we've announced is cycle track. And I went, I looked at Fennec and just went, oh, <laughs> mate, how are we going to keep it together oh, here? No. And he's like, so do you just do you log the cramps? And fucking, oh, what? And all I could do was, because it's all, it's, there's all data. Like when they're showing you the new photos feature, it's someone's photos. Like there's photos oh, here, right? wow. So there's data, and it goes, your next fertile period is July 3. And I just, look, I just couldn't stop looking at it going, I don't feel comfortable knowing, knowing that. that. Knowing that about you. That's weird. Right? But then at some point during the thing, she went, of course, this is all just demo data. And I just went, oh, thank oh, God. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> but anyway. How but as Fennec and I said in Two Bikes Talking Tech last episode, mm. if you want a full wrap of all the dub-dub things. Mm. They've been good, tell me, yeah. Tell me that it's not a great feature yeah. to have a male companion app. Oh, well, I agree. Like genuine yeah, data. exactly. I want to know when the peaks and troughs <laughs> of every mood is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not contributing. If you haven't listened to Two Bucks Talking Tech, he actually says, I want to know when the goals are closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're going to get the shit here. But you know what? I'm open. I just, I just want to know when the moods are based on me Mate, or something else. I just ask. <laughs> if I detect something, I go, Is it that time? And she'll look at me and she'll go, Yes. And that's it. Anyway, we've got a new sign-off music. We're going to play for no reason at all. It's just random. It's the Ford theme from years gone by. We're going to play it every week, Trevor. What? Have you driven a Ford lately? Have we you, need to go. Have you, have you, have you driven a Ford? Oh, it's not the end of it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to go. I've got another appointment to attend to. It's been good, Trevor, seeing you have again. Have you, have you driven a Ford lately? Bye-bye. <laughs>